What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Guest Friday on Not Your Average Boston Sports Podcast. I am your host, Garrett Hayden. As always, you can listen to the podcast on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify, and you can follow our social pages on Twitter and on Facebook uh, this week on Guest Friday. Uh, we got an old friend returning, uh, Ben Baptiste, and uh, Ben's here to talk some Patriots. Uh, ben, what's up, buddy? Garrett, it's always a pleasure being back on here, man. Excited for today's conversation. Yeah, yeah, I am as well. You know, uh, it's uh, kind of an interesting point of the, the offseason for the Patriots as we're kind of a sort of a midway point, I would say, between free agency and the draft and kind of a spot where I think a lot of teams are getting ready for for the draft coming up in a couple of weeks. Yeah, I think this time period is interesting. You know, there's a lot of speculations flying around. Um, you usually don't see much conversation surrounding the Patriots at this time, but, you know, there's a lot of rumors flying around. it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's cool getting ready for the draft and just, you know, understanding certain aspects of, you know, gaps in a team and where, you know, we may be focusing in the draft. But again, there's so many uncertainties. So excited to uh, get closer to the draft. Yeah. And I think, you know, we'll touch on the draft in a little bit, but I think just in general, uh, this is a franchise that usually uh, it's very difficult to predict uh, what they're going to do in the draft. You know, they always seem to uh, do things that are a little bit out of the norm. Uh, you know, it seems like a lot of times, you know, we're focused on a position or two and they, you know, go out and address a different position. So uh, that is always kind of interesting, but we'll touch on the draft in a little bit, but uh, you know, free agency is kind of where I wanted to focus. And, um, you know, I think a couple of things are interesting that I think, you know, they made some choices with kind of upgrading some of the guys in their offense, I guess you want to call it that. Um, and also kind of seemed to make it a priority to bring back most of the defense that uh, was uh, was here last year. Definitely. Yeah, I think, you know, I mean, I'm sure we'll touch upon, you know, a lot of the free agent signings so far and the, you know, re-signings that we had. But um, mm-hmm. there's a great point, you know, from the defensive perspective, uh, a lot of re-signings that, you know, well, you know, our defense was pretty uh, one of our strong suits last year um, in a sense. And seeing a lot of the guys come back, um, um, you know, through our re-signings was honestly a really positive note. Um, you know, outside of, you know, personnel changes, I think that was one of the biggest things so far that the Patriots focused on. And mm-hmm. um, honestly, really happy that they took that route. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, you know, looking at some of the names, you know, Jonathan Jones, I think was probably the most important name, I guess. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Jalen Mills, you maybe could consider a free agent. They kind of reworked his contract, I would say. Yeah. Um, it wasn't like he was a free agent, but you know, Jonathan Jones, you know, Jabril Peppers, a couple guys on the defensive line, Davis and Equale, Raekwon McMillan, you know, and not exactly like the sexiest names, but I think it was interesting that they were like, okay, this was a good defense last year. Let's try to keep most of our guys together. Yeah. And I think just from the, you know, the perspective of depth in general, um, mm-hmm. you know, there was, you know, when, you know, the the news broke about Jalen Mills, you know, parting ways with the Patriots initially. Um, you know, at least personally, I had some mixed feelings there. You know, I thought he has potential, but, you know, we didn't really get to see that side. Um, but, you know, bringing him back, you know, I, I'm, honestly, I think that was a great move, especially, you know, with McCourty, um, 
you know, retiring, you know, potentially having Jalen Mills go back to his natural position back at safety, um, you know, see, you know, his upside in that position, um, hopefully fill a gap there. But yeah, a lot of the different re-signings we had on defense, you know, again, like I mentioned, um, was a strong suit last year. So why not, you know, don't reinvent the wheel and bring back some of the guys that are familiar with the system already. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I think, you know, on the offensive side, that's kind of where there was more, you know, changeover um, in terms of some of the different guys that they brought in, you know, Juju Smith-Schuster, of course, that's kind of the most polarizing name, <laughs> uh, but, you know, Gasicki they brought in, James Robinson they also brought in, um, and then a couple of free agent, you know, offensive tackles, which I think a couple of those areas were kind of areas of need for them. Yeah, definitely. And I think there's still work to be done. Um, but I, at the same time, I think that, you know, they are looking progressively right at, um, you know, the the blaring gaps that they have offensively, um, right. you know, with Damon Harris going to the Bills, you know, bringing in James Robinson's a big move. Also, you know, I, I'm a big fan of Mike um, Jacecki and, and his talents. You know, he, he showed a lot of, uh, you know, upside last year, even um, especially in the red zone. And that's something that, you know, you know, even if we go with the two tight end set with um, Hunter Henry and Jacecki, that could be a, you know, a very valuable um, set for them. Um, so again, you know, Smith Schuster bringing in with um, Jacoby Myers leaving, you know, a lot of people may say that's a lateral move, but I know you and I kind of had a little side dis discussion, but, you know, I, I could definitely see that being, um, you know, Juju bringing a lot of different aspects that to the game, you know, that, um, Jacoby Myers might not have been able to bring, you know, playoff presence mm -hmm. um, and just aspects like that. So, you know, still a lot of work to be done and that could be addressed in the draft, but I think they're moving in the right direction. Yeah. Yeah. I think the, you know, you mentioned about Kasiki and uh, uh, how, how good he is in the red zone. You know, I looked into it uh, earlier this week as I was writing an article for Musket Fire um, and I looked into his season last year, which, was not as good as the year before, but all five of his touchdowns were in the red zone. You know, mm -hmm. all of them were inside the 20. And I think, you know, giving the Patriots another target down in the red zone, you know, is huge that it's not like, okay, we're giving it to Ramondre Stevenson or we're, you know, throwing a jump ball to whoever's in the end zone. It's like, okay, here's another guy that you can also use. Right. And I, I don't know if you're, you know, your opinion on this, but I think predictability was a big aspect of, you know, our offensive scheme last year. I mean, obviously with Patricia, it's not, it's not hard to kind of predict where we're going, but um, just with our personnel, right. And having the ability to have different, um, you know, red zone threats is huge. Right. And a lot of times we get in the red zone last year and besides play calling, you know, it'd be like, okay, who are we going to go to? Uh, you know, we could throw a jump ball to, you know, Devontae Parker, but that's pretty predictable. Mm -hmm. uh, Hunter Henry is a pretty, a big target in the red zone, but, pretty predictable you know once yeah. he's in his route so mm. i think just adding some different aspects there um so just a red zone game is it can go a long way yeah yeah absolutely and i think you know i don't know if the moves were necessarily related i mean they probably were you know trading johnny smith to atlanta and then bringing jasicki i think it's okay here's a guy that's i think a lot better of a red zone target than smith was you know smith i think still is a solid player he just didn't really you know ever really fit into what they were trying to do and you know not really as much of a red zone threat I mean Jasicki is 
you know, 6'7", 245. He's a big guy. Yeah, and it's tough. I would, I would have loved to see, you know, Johnny Smith perform, mm-hmm. you know, better with the Patriots. I think it was – he's on one of those players that you really have to kind of game plan um, certain plays around. Um, and obviously with just last year, you know, we didn't have the the coaching to to get that scheme down. Um, mm-hmm. But even the prior year, you know, it was pretty difficult to get him involved. So, yeah. Um, you know, I like the I like the change there at tight end. Also, you know, with Juju, not mm-hmm. a big you know personal fan of Juju, but you know, yes, yeah. from the field you can't deny. So, sure. um, yeah, yeah, I think that you know Juju's thing I think is uh, a lot more a lot more dangerous after the catch. You know, very good at breaking tackles. You know, Myers I think as good as he was, as good of a possession guy that he was, wasn't always a threat necessarily you know, making plays after the catch where, you know, he'd make, make a catch, make a move and then go down or get tackled. You know, Juju's a guy that you can get the ball to, he can get, make a guy miss or two, get an extra 10, 12 yards on a play. Yeah, definitely. And I think, you know, that's a huge aspect, right. You know, out of the backfield, um, you know, with the addition of James Robinson Mm -hmm. uh, and Stevenson, you know, you have that aspect in a sense, but um, you know, from our wide receiver set, all the really the only, you know, big yard after catch guy you saw last year um, was Kendrick Bourne, right? And adding another aspect there, that's huge, especially in today's game where, you know, you see these receivers break off big plays. So that's a big aspect of, you know, successful offenses. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, even adding one more, you know, piece in the draft potentially um, mm-hmm. would, be, would be nice. But, yeah, again, I, I think that's a great part of Juju's game. One of the things that I was – interested i can't remember where i saw it from but there are a couple people that were talking about the idea that the patriots could not only get one receiver in the draft but could possibly get multiple um, because of the fact that uh, Devonte parker is only signed for one more year born is only signed for one more year and so i think that you know smith schuster and tyquan thornton at this point are the only guys who are signed for the next two years so i think you know, it might make sense for them to get a couple of receivers, you know, if, of course, they are unable to pull off a trade, which I wouldn't rule out still at this point. Yeah, and I, and I like that idea, um, you know, loading up on receivers in the draft. You know, but my only concern is obviously, you know, the Patriots track record with, you know, drafting receivers. Um, but, you know, I, I would, again, like to your point, I would love to see them again make another push. Uh, I know you and I kind of spoke about this, but more so I, I feel confident in, you know, Jerry Judy trade. I'm um, just more fitting for our offense as much as I love DeAndre Hopkins. Um, player like Jerry Judy really taking the top off an offense and like you said, yard after catch, um, just big play abilities. So, yeah, it'd be cool to see them go double wide receiver. And um, I think that'd make a lot of fans happy. But again, if they pull off a trade, that'd be amazing as well. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and it's interesting, you know, and we spoke about this off air a couple of days ago that, you know, Hopkins seems like he might even be a candidate to get, you know, released by the Cardinals. And, you know, would that make things interesting if, you know, he's a free agent, the Patriots kind of make a try to make a move there, you know, with Judy, I know that, you know, Sean Payton basically came out and said, we're not trading him or Corlin mm-hmm. Sutton, but, you know. Tennessee said the same thing about AJ Brown last year. Yeah, yeah. He got traded during the draft. So, you know, I think that there's still a possibility there. But um, I think, like you said, with Judy's skill set and, you know, taking the top off the defense, you know, if 
a trade doesn't work out, you know, do they look at someone in the draft that has that ability? Um, but, you know, again, like you said, there is a, you know, legit kind of concern about the uh, history of the Patriots and receivers um, and the, you know, kind of lack of development for some of those guys. Um, but, you know, I think it would be worth a shot, I think, especially with, you know, a new new coordinator bringing in, you know, kind of some bringing in a new offense. Well, and that, that brings up a good point. Um, you know, with Bill O'Brien fresh off the, the college market, right, and he was on such a dynamic offense, right. saw just su such dynamic wide receivers throughout mm -hmm. his – on his own team, but also competition-wise. Right. I think it's almost really hard to to hit, you know, miss on the on a wide receiver in this draft with, you know, someone with that recency bias um, and seeing these wide receivers develop and play in person um, just last year, right? Yeah. So I feel like that's a good influence on, you know, Bill Belichick and – having Bill O'Brien just having that uh, recent experience under his belt. Yeah. And I think, you know, the, the, the way the game is played, I think is a lot different than it was, you know, the last time that Bill O'Brien was here, you know, 2010, 2011, whatever it was, you know, that's over a decade, you know, the mm -hmm. league, the, the game has changed, the league has changed. And I think, you know, that could lead you to be a little bit more confident in their ability to, you know, uh, identify a receiver to, to pick in the draft um, and then develop that player. Absolutely. And we haven't really touched on, you know, the, the coaching personnel changes that the Patriots made, but mm -hmm. I think bringing in, um, you know, an offensive mind like Bill O'Brien, who, again, has that recency experience of, of being in college and seeing how the game's developed um, from such a dynamic perspective of, you know, young athletes, long balls, different, you know, offensive schemes that, you know, Bill Belichick may not even be per as much as, as crazy as it sounds, but Bill Belichick may not be, you know, fully developed in that sense. Um, you know, you see a lot of different, you know, screen passes and short game um, last year, especially, but now bringing another guy who has had that experience in college of being able to take the top off the defense. Mm -hmm. uh, I feel like that's definitely a, a strong influence on this team. Yeah. And I also think that there's, I think that there was an assistant coach that O'Brien brought over from Alabama, but I'm not sure what, what particular position that coach was, but, you know, that's kind of interesting. You know, I think that bringing in a new line coach, you know, was also a priority for the team as well. So, you know, I think that might be something that people are underestimating that, you know, coaching that they brought in where, okay, the two guys that they brought in on, you know, the offensive coordinator and the offensive line, they're both experienced in the offensive side of the ball. And, you know, it m might be the way that they run things might be a little bit less predictable, which, you know, is would be really important for this offense this season. Yeah. And again, like you, you bring it back, you know, full circle to being able to predict an offensive mm -hmm. scheme, right? Um, you look at these crazy offenses, right? You look at just a a prime example of the Chiefs, right? You have no idea what they're going to throw at you, right? Mm -hmm. And they have so many different new schemes that people aren't aware of and you can't game plan around. Mm -hmm. That's why they're so dynamic. And, um, you know, bringing in a, a new perspective and in, in a young, um, with, a, you know, Bill O'Brien offensively, you can, I think we're going to see a lot of those different aspects of the game, um, which I think feel like is super healthy for the team at this point. Yeah, yeah. Um... Bring it, they brought in a couple of offensive tackles 
which I thought was interesting. You know, Riley Reef is a little bit on the older side, um, but I think that getting some some depth on the offensive line, you know, was really important for this group. I still think that, you know, where they're really going to get an upgrade is in the draft, you know, because I think they really have to look closely at both of the tackle spots because that was really a, an issue for them last year. You know, Trent Brown had his problems at times and, you know, Isaiah Wynn obviously was not very good. So it seems like they've prioritized that, but I don't think that they're finished. I would think that, you know, in the draft, they're going to be looking at someone to play either tackle spot. Yeah. And that's a good point. I think depth is number one, right? They're, you know, bringing in two new tackles is great. Um, you know, even if their track record isn't, you know, all pro and they're, you know, they right. don't have the, that skill set. Um, but I think, comp you know, internal competition is huge, right? Yeah. From any, any position. So you bring new heads in, right? And, at you know training camp practice you know people are competing they want that that starting spot and I think that's healthy um not only from a depth perspective you know you have people that um are able to fill in when there's you know knock on wood injuries but um just being able to compete and show that you know your position even though you're Trent Brown right your position isn't technically safe you know we have people who are here and we're eager to play so I think that's definitely a good move but again really need um to upgrade at line. And I think draft is where, you know, they'll definitely target that. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I think, you know, it's not on the, on the offensive line. They brought in a couple guys on, on a short term deals. That kind of seems like what they've done on offense as well. Um, but I think that that leads me to believe that they're going to prioritize offensive line in the draft mm-hmm. being like, okay, you know, let's sign some guys as kind of a, insurance policy if you will but let's draft someone that you know we're really confident in so um i would say that's one position that certainly they're going to be looking at um as you kind of think about the draft what are some other positions uh that you think that they should be uh, looking at to address yeah i mean right off the bat you know you think cornerback um obviously tackle wide receiver um I think the Patriots will uh, – I'm getting a little sidetracked here, but I also think that um, with Bill Belichick's mindset and just the way last year played out from a special teams perspective, mm-hmm. um, I know they took – they got a uh, – they signed Chris Board, who's a, a pretty good, well-known special teamer. But yeah. I think that they might have, you know, some sort of um, idea in mind to attack special teams in a sense where there might be more of a hybrid player they're looking at mm-hmm. in the draft. Um, however, right off the bat, you know, blaring needs are cornerback and like we already addressed um, wide receiver as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, wide receiver is interesting because it seems like there's a lot of really good guys at the very top. You know, you're uh, Smith and Jigba from Ohio State, you know, Zay Flowers from BC, Jordan Addison from USC. You know, those are some guys that could be there in the first round. Um, it seems like there's kind of this debate with a lot of people that are, you know, Patriot fans, Patriots media about, you know, what the thought process is at 14, if they stay there and is okay. Is there a wide receiver prospect that you can't possibly pass up? You know, does it make sense to address the offensive line? Does it make sense to address cornerback? Um, So I'm kind of curious to see what their strategy is going to be at that pick. Yeah. I mean, based off of, you know, uh, their draft 
history, right? You've seen um, a lot of times the Patriots kind of, I guess, trade there the first, you know, first round pick away. But I would love to see them, you know, even if, you know, they address tackle right off the bat, they're able to kind of, you know, trade down in a sense where they still have another late route first round pick and then maybe acquire a second or third round pick where they can address a potential um, wide receiver that may still be on the board since it is kind of a deep draft for wide receivers. Um, That would be something I would love that for them to see, Um, you know, early in the draft there. I mean, it's tough to, to draft tackles. I would say, you know, strong, very well-known offensive linemen. Um, So I would say, you know, it'd be great for them to address that right off the bat and just lock that position down. But if they can, you know, make a move to to deepen and um, increase their their draft picks, that'd be great as well. You know? Yeah. And I think, you know, you talked about it briefly with, you know, maybe trading up to get a player that they like. You know, there's precedent for that. You know, they did that for, for Barmore two years ago that they had a later second round pick, but then they traded up to get him because they really liked him. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think if they chose not to take receiver in the first round, there could be someone still available that they're like, okay, we really want to go get this guy. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think, I think everyone wants them to go receiver first round, but I see, mm-hmm. you know, offensive line or cornerback is kind of where they might look um, because I think there's some really good prospects for both of those positions. Um, but I think it is kind of tough to predict those early picks because oftentimes there are teams that, you know, don't always necessarily draft for need. You know, they're like, oh, you know, there's this really sexy prospect. We can't possibly say no to this person. Right. Like a team, a team like the Eagles, kind of fascinated to see what they do. I think they're at pick uh, like 11 or 12 um, and, or they're at 10. And I feel like they're a team that may not necessarily draft for need. You know, they may really like a receiver prospect and, you know, you can't really know for any team if they're really going to draft, you know, needs specific unless they're at like the very top. Yeah, man. And I, I agree with that statement completely. And that's why it makes me, you know, a little nervous for this draft. And I think just the, you know, the way drafts have played out over the past few years and the way that, you know, offensive, you know, the the, the way the game is kind of geared towards just offensive, you know, powerhouses, right? Um, a lot of teams will kind of just, you know, if there is a wide receiver on the board that, you know, would just add such a great aspect to their to their game, you know, I could see them quickly taking them off the board and, you know, it hurts other teams, but at the same time, that's just kind of the way the game plays now. And um, that's why it's, it's nerve-wracking for the Patriots to kind of take that approach where, you know, the receiver's there, we got to take them. Um, but again, you know, you got to play towards, you know, the way the game is now. So hopefully that, they take that mindset. Is there a position that you think they're going to prioritize that people have like not even really discussed at all or a position that like would surprise you, but wouldn't surprise you not necessarily in the first round, but like any, anywhere. Um, I mean, nothing surprises me anymore. You know, you go into the mindset like, Oh, we need to tackle wide receivers. Cornerback would be great. Yeah. Um, but I can, you know, I could, you know, Bill being a defensive-minded coach, I could see him just randomly grabbing, you know, a, a D a D tackle out of nowhere. And you're like, well, all right. He could be, you know, a beast, but definitely mm-hmm. didn't beat him. But, you know, I never questioned, you know, those type moves from Bill 
Yeah. Uh, especially last year, you know, with Cole Strange, and, you know, he definitely looks like he has upside. So, you know, in the moment, a lot of people say, what was that move? But, you know, a lot more often than not, it turns out better. One of the positions I think that they could possibly look at, not necessarily in the first round, uh, but defensive end, I feel like they could look at that, you know, mm -hmm. bring in another edge guy because, you know, Judon, as great as he has been for the from the time that he's been here, he is, I think, going to be 30 years old. So it's like you do kind of want to think a couple more steps ahead. Like, okay, who can be kind of that next guy? Um, so I think that position they could look at. I also think that, uh, you know, we talked about the great addition of Kasiki, but could also see them drafting a tight end because Kasiki is only signed for one year. So, you know, you might want to start thinking ahead for that position um, as well. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think there are a lot of, you know, situations, I guess you could say, on this team where, you know, there, it would be nice to have someone, um, you know, younger in this draft that, you know, may be promising because we have, you know, spots where guys are probably out after next year. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, the blaring needs is is something that I feel like the Patriots – sometimes don't really address right off the bat. And that's something that other teams do. Um, obviously, you know, as a fan base, you want to see them address the wide receiver spot because that's, you know, the most exciting. Um, and, you know, I, I just think that, you know, not really going in with the expectations is, is the way to do it because you never know what to expect yes. with the Patriots drafts. <laughs> yeah, that's absolutely right. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I've seen a lot of people, you know, seemingly talking into existence about the Patriots possibly taking someone like Bijan Robinson in the first round <laughs> and running back out of Texas. Now, you know, I think that looking at this from a logical standpoint, Patriots are, you know, have a lot of guys at running back, but, you know, I think there's another example of like, oh, okay, here's this like can't miss prospect that, you know, if this, if this player falls into our lap, you know, it might not be the best decision in terms of need, but it's like, okay, if this player is going to be really, really good, why not just take him? Yeah. And I that kind of goes back to your question earlier about, you know, positions that you wouldn't be surprised if they took. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, you've seen the Patriots multiple times in the past take a running back kind of early in the draft, and you're like, well, that probably wasn't our, our biggest need at the time. But, yeah. you know, they love loading up on their running backs. And they do. I mean, you know, I'm down here in Austin, Texas. So I've, been, I've seen, you know, Bajan. Yeah play in person he's unbelievable one of the craziest talents i've seen in person and um yeah yeah, yeah. If, he, if he's there it'd be crazy to you know be a super big headline um but personally i want to see them address the needs that they really need to take care of but um again you never know yeah yeah i would agree you know i think uh you know safety would also be another position that i wouldn't be surprised if they look at at some point you know i don't think first round you know and then also kind of looking around their roster, you know, uh, Nick Folk's uh, 37 years old. So who knows? They might want to try to look at a, a potential kicker. Mm -hmm. uh, and you mentioned special teams because that kind of was a, an issue for them last year. So, you know, that's also another area they could look at. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, the draft is always a, always an exciting time because there's just this, you know, unpredictability that literally anything can happen. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and I, and I love, I love it. it it's, it's the best, you know, you never know what other teams are going to do. 
Mm-hmm. And those decisions weigh in on, you know, the Patriots decision as well. Mm-hmm. I also, I would love to see, you know, a big um, trade, you know, a player trade, kind of like we saw with AJ Brown. I would love to see something like that kind of go down this year in the draft. Yeah. Pretty rare, honestly, like for something yeah. that big, but I could see, you know, something kind of breaking down like that this year too. Yeah. You know, I'm fascinated to see what plays out with, you know, both Aaron Rodgers and Lamar Jackson. I mean, I think Rodgers in particular more, because I feel like that's something that is going to happen at some point. Um, so curious, curious if either of those guys, you know, get traded at some point or, you know, some of the, any of the wide receivers that we mentioned, you know, could they get traded? Cause I think certainly, you know, you could say something a couple of weeks ago and then, you know, the draft comes and you're like, okay, you know, should we consider moving this player? So, you know, that'll be kind of interesting to see what happens. Yeah. And a lot of those players you just named, you know, they have a direct um, impact on the way this draft is going to play out. Right. A lot of these teams are looking for, for picks probably for this year, right? A lot of first round pick for the Jets or shipping over to the Green Bay. So a lot of the a lot of those players have an impact. So if it doesn't happen in the next few weeks, you know, before the draft, he could see some some big names being moved around during draft day. Yeah. Yeah. I think just talking about the draft in general, you know, I do like the idea of doing the first round on on one night, but I don't know. I kind of miss the days of the entire draft taking place on one day. Yeah, yeah. You just yeah. buckle your seatbelt ready for uh for all the madness. Yeah, yeah. Looking forward to it. Um any other thoughts you had about the Pat's off season so far and um you know I'm a little I don't want to I guess you could say concerned. Um just about the amount of information that's kind of getting leaked, the uncertainty about that information. Um you, you don't really see that much with the, you know, the Patriots organization being so strict and uh, just well, you know, well run under bill. Um, a lot of things are coming out, you know, about yeah. Mac potentially being, you know, shipped off and yeah. um, these, you know, free agent signings. Uh, but, you know, I, I, I don't really think much of it, but just the fact that, you know, there are headlines coming out mm-hmm. uh, gives me a little uncertainty around, you know, how well the organization is, is kind of put together right now. I know about yeah, sure. sure. You know, and I think that it's, 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 you know, it's only natural to be like, you know, you see something you're like, Oh, you know, I'm not sure about that. Um, mm-hmm. You know, yeah, it's, it's hard to know, you know, I think in terms of Max specifically, you know, I think it's, it's difficult because certainly last season was, you know, not really good by any stretch. And I think any bad season can weigh on a player um, in any amount of ways, it could weigh on an organization and, you know, a fan base. So, you know, it's going to be what it's going to be, but I think for the football team so far that the Patriots have kind of improved upon, I'm pretty happy with what they've done so far, but, you know, obviously in April, it's a pretty far thing from a finished product at this point. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I mean, there are, you know, the teams in our division, right. You see them getting better. Um, especially if Aaron Rodgers, you know, solidifies the spot with the Jets. Right. You know, the Bills have always been a powerhouse. They brought back a lot of, you know, big names, uh, making some other moves. Obviously, the, you know, Miami brought in Jalen Ramsey. Right. Uh, you know, they were a very good team last year. But just from, you know, our, you know, our perspective, right, we, we didn't have the greatest season, didn't end it the way we wanted to. 
Right. Um, but we've made moves in the right direction and just starting off with our coaching. Right. So mm-hmm. just have to know going in, you know, you should be expecting um, just positive movement based yeah. off the way last year was. So yeah. um, only, only can only really go up just based yeah. off the moves you've already made. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, great talking to you again, Ben. Great having you in the pod. And uh, yeah, I hope uh, we enjoy the next couple of weeks, enjoy the draft and uh, hopefully there's a, a solid team uh, by the time the season rolls around. I'm confident, man. I know it's hard. It's hard not to be, but I'm, I'm confident. And uh, it's great talking to you. It's always a pleasure, man. Appreciate yeah. it. All right. Sounds good, folks. We'll uh, be back with you next week.